Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex, as always, your host for this 30-minute segment that I try to uh, publish rather frequently for you to be entertained and be educated as you travel throughout the world and navigate the workings of corporate because you're born into this, okay? Now, what would a corporate cowboy do is often the question. Well, they would infiltrate, they would navigate, negotiate, sabotage if need be without self-sabotaging, right? But you must be doing so for a righteous cause and that is to improve business, make business better for you to attain that state of consummate professionalism. All right, all right, all right, Alex, enough with the fucking philosophical talk, okay? A little proof of life, how about that first? It's Saturday, Saturday, October 7, 2023. And if you're not familiar with the Corporate Cowboys podcast, well, we are geared toward the corporate professional. Born into the corporate world. If you could hear my voice, I mean, unless it's the future already, it's not 2023 and, um, I don't know, society has collapsed or corporations somehow, some way have been banned, have been, have all been canceled. <laughs> no, no, no. You're in the corporate world, whether you choose to admit it or not. If you are in denial, if you quote unquote went off the grid, what the fuck did you go off the grid with? Did you build your own fucking wagon? Go rile up some horses? No, raise, raise some horses or some cattle and go off, build your own cabin? Doubt it. Highly fucking doubt it. You still need to socialize, interact network, commercialize something somehow, whether it's a product or, a, or your service. Otherwise, if you're useless, if you provide no value, what the fuck good are you? Okay? So don't get it twisted. We're all in this shit together. Maybe we weren't during the pandy, during the pando, but we're all in this corporate war together. Okay. Business is war. Business is war. And often it's better it's better to be able to shake hands. It's better to be able and shake hands than, you know, shaking pistols at one another. Because you stand to gain more by working with corporate than working for corporate. And that's what we are here to demonstrate for you. Today's question, and I mean, I guess what we do is also consult. So if you were in need of some consulting, you could either listen to the podcast, which is free, or you can approach us for some counseling, right? A little guidance, a second, maybe even third opinion. If you don't have a circle of friends, if you don't have close associates that are on the same wavelength as you that are looking out to maximize their opportunities with corporate, 
making corporate moves. That's what you got us for. Granted, the podcast goes only one way. That's me talking or us publishing and promoting and you listening and considering. But that's free. That's the free content. Otherwise, you can engage us. You can uh, hire us. And our rates are fairly reasonable considering what you stand to gain from a reality check. <laughs> More often than not, I've found that it's a reality check for some folks that they, they just need to have a firecracker lit up under their fucking ass for them to make a move to stop sitting still. It's paralysis by analysis. More often than not, right? Sometimes they don't even have a fucking clue. They don't have an idea. And so they need another perspective. And being a corporate cowboy, our perspective is that you, the professional, are the most valuable part, are the key figure in every business transaction. Do not get systematized. We run the fucking system. <laughs> Without professionals, there is no fucking system. All right. Today's question is coming from r slash career advice. And they're asking, they were denied a raise. Denied a raise. Damn. Okay. They were denied. That means that they asked. They first asked and then were denied the raise because of my age. Damn, I've been there before. I've been there before. Now, I'm no longer a teenager, but I've been denied a raise when I was a teenager. I must have been around 19, eight, between 18 and 20, I want to say. And, um, well, let's see if I have time to tell that story, right? The hypothetical client in this case is a 26-year-old female. I don't know why their sex or their gender matters. Like Nobody gives a fucking shit. If you know how to advocate for yourself, if you know how to hustle and finesse and are not just reliant on an identity. Yeah, you see? You have to provide some value. You can't just look valuable unless that's all you have to offer. You can't just appear valuable unless that's all you have to offer. If it's some statutory law that says you must have one of this particular gender, at least one of this particular gender, or this particular race, it's the law that's tokenizing them. And that law is immoral. I mean, <laughs> that law is what is systematizing. That is systemic racism. But, but... Alex, I mean, come on. And we're not supposed to get political here. But the more politically correct motherfuckers up top try to be, the less politically correct the outcomes tend to be. <laughs> Funny how that shit works, right? Funny how that shit works. But at the end of the day, regardless of who's in office, business, business is booming. Business, business is booming. <laughs> Now, I did say hypothetical client, a little disclaimer, that these are hypothetical cases, okay? Some of the prompts, some of the facts that we have to go on, 
Sometimes they're very well written. Sometimes there isn't a whole lot to take in, to evaluate. And so I'm letting you know right now that treating this as a hypothetical case is meant as a hypothetical only. Anything that I say, that my associates might say, that we publish on our social media platforms, none of it should be construed as legal advice. You don't fucking know me. You don't know us. If you know us, then you owe us. But until then, <laughs> we don't owe you anything. So just be mindful of that. If the shoe fits, lace the bitch up, right? Because that ought to tell you that going off of these basic ass cases, because I'm, I'm just saying basic, these um, skeleton, skeleton ass cases, that means they have little to no substance, no context. And that's the majority of these because they come off the internet. Motherfuckers don't want to type out long paragraphs. This, it would make it more than a 30 minute podcast episode, right? But the way they are written with little sometimes to know sometimes detail allows me to hypothesize, allows me to think, to pontificate, to theorize, to analyze and evaluate and strategize in real time. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that my thinking, the way that we think, might inspire you, might spark something inside of you, the listener, to think akin to a corporate cowboy. I mean, that's subliminal messaging, is it not? And that's um, learning by osmosis, is it not? It'll rub off on you sooner or later, the way someone thinks. You listen to enough quote-unquote trap music, and you're going to try and emulate a trapper. Listen to enough gangster music, you're going to begin to emulate the way they talk, the way they think. To music videos, if you, listen, if you watch music videos, listening to their music, you'll begin to copy or simulate the way they dress, the way they walk. So this podcast serves as a form of cathartic therapy for me to be able and think about, mentally organize, and present my ideas, concepts of being a consummate professional, concepts of what it means to be a corporate cowboy which originally derived from the idea of uh, cocaine cowboys, right? Which were, which were insiders, inside agents of, inside of the CIA, which is itself a corporation, right? So insiders of, the, of that corporation, of that organization, insiders who were key figures, or at least recognized themselves as key figures with certain amounts of power, certain authorities that they could use and 
unfortunately, to their own benefit, to their own detriment at that. Now, a corporate cowboy could be someone at any fucking position. And by all means, I say this time and time again with every episode, everyone is entry level forever. You could be at the top of your crew, at the top of your little pyramid, at the top of the hierarchy and get knocked off from one day to the next. It happens. Seen it, done it. It is what it is. That being said, a corporate cowboy at any level of the organization that they might be at, always, and I do mean always, has opportunities available to them. And if they don't have any immediate opportunities that are immediately apparent to them, they always have the opportunity to create opportunities. That's called being a hustler. That's making something out of seemingly nothing. That's a hustler. That's a trapper. That's a gangster and a thug. It's not buying low, you know, like re-upping. It's not copying, copying low and jugging it high. Nah. It's the hustle you get for making business better, for making the world go round, from knocking off bottlenecks and becoming the next. It's being better with every transaction that you consummate. I don't think I'll have time for that story. Damn, Alex, the philosophy, the game is good. What can I say? Let's go ahead and read the title on this one. I already did. They won't give this person a raise because of their age. They're 26, not even that young. Maybe it's a lack of advocacy skills. I know some pretty loud mouth motherfuckers, right? Male and female, just fucking loud mouth. But if you don't know how to utilize the game, you might have any, any game. You know, youngsters call it Riz now, but it's apparently short for charisma. But if you don't have charisma, if you don't have the tenacity, the ability to advocate for yourself, to convince and persuade, you're, you're not going to go far. You could be any age. You could be uh, 26. You could be 56. And if you don't know how to socialize, if you don't know how to talk, how to hustle, how to finesse, that's, that's really finessing. If you don't know how to do that, your age is not going to matter. What you think because you're older, you're more valuable, dog, <laughs> if anything, when you're older, you're more of a liability. The older you get, after like a certain age, I'm going to say after 40, pushing 50, when you're pushing 50, like almost immediately after 55 or 60, senility, is it senility? Senility or senility begins to set in. The liability 
goes up. So what you think, because you're 70, you're 80, motherfuckers are just going to throw CEO salaries at you? Because, hey, the person's older, I wouldn't give it to a 20, because this 26-year-old apparently isn't applying themselves correctly. They're not moving the way they're supposed to, which is professionally. They didn't, they, they didn't see something in them that convinced them they were worth a larger salary. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure if I scroll down, this being Reddit, I'm sure if I scroll down, I'm going to see comments like, look for another job, like get the fuck out of there, a quiet quitting. The fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that trash. You've got to exhaust the opportunities, exhaust the options that you have available to you. And even if that means employing tactics, logic, skullduggery even. Especially, especially if you have some bottlenecking motherfuckers who, who are inhibiting you from getting something that you justly deserve which is a raise in this case, right? As soon as somebody on your team is not helping you, that motherfucker is not on your team. You're supposed to be on the same team, making business better together. And if they want to hold you back for their own prerogative, their own agenda, that motherfucker's a liability. That's the beginning of senility. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, that age I gave you, it's statistics, right? Statistically. But, but, what is senility? I'm pretty sure it's senility. It's pronounced senility. What is narcissism? What is oversight? What is greed? Nobody's immune to that. Nobody is immune to that. Some motherfuckers want to call it self-preservation, want to call it ambition, want to call it self-interest. Sure, sure, it's all of that. But really, what it is, is being politically correct, is rationalizing bullshit and believing, yeah, believing, because you rationalize it, you use the power of the mind, the power of reason, to make yourself believe it's beneficial, from bullshit to beneficial. And that, my friends, is fatal. That's how you get knocked off. You try that. Try that in the same environment. You think you're, you think you're the shit. You think you're slick. Try that bullshit in the same environment in those rap songs that you listen to. Try that fucking bullshit on the street. Go ahead. Go ahead. See if you don't get perforated a couple times. See if you don't get your bitch ass ventilated and your house or wherever the fuck you sleep in aired out. Try it. Try it. <laughs> You've got to be a consummate professional from day one, from step one, from square one, on up. A consummate professional is a consummate professional everywhere they go, every day they're alive. Every transaction. 
damn, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not even focused on the prompt for this one. It's just, it's coming out, it's flowing like water, right? This stream of consciousness. And I can appreciate it. I thank God for the ability to think, for the ability to speak. I view myself as an amateur orator, obviously seeking to become better with every sentence, with every choice of words, wanting to use less ums and uhs and likes, filler words, right? See, my vocabulary doesn't have to be super rich. I'm not here to confuse you. I'm here to let you know that there's somebody better. Now, I don't want to present myself as better than you because I for sure know, and I know motherfuckers who are better than me. Better than me even at doing the bullshit, right? I could get knocked off tomorrow. I mean, I would never off myself, but I could get knocked off tomorrow. Everyone is entry level forever. And as soon as a motherfucker gets it into their mind, gets it into their mind that they deserve something more than you do, and they, they become that liability without notifying you, because they're not going to tell you, hey, Alex, I'm going to fuck you over. Hey, Alex, I'm going to screw you over. Hey, Alex, it's me. It's me who's sabotaging you. No, they're not going to tell you. It'll just happen. Right? They don't even have to be close. They say betrayal is the hardest pill to swallow because it comes from someone who's close. Dog, anybody can betray you. This thing we call the social contract, motherfuckers could betray you on the drop of a dime, the drop of a hat, sorry, but could turn on a dime to betray you. And by dime, I mean shillings, I mean money, I mean anything shiny. Even an idea, something that gleams in their eye. Somebody could, could be putting the idea in their mind and it just shines. It inspires them to fuck you over. Words, words, words are something else, my friends. Words are something else, folks. Not just when they're written, not just when they're on a contract. I know motherfuckers who've disappeared with a handshake. It's a crazy game. It's a crazy game. You don't even know if I'm talking about the street or corporate. That's the game. <laughs> but it's a wild fucking ride. And as a corporate cowboy, you must be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's, that's a way of life. That's a mode of life. Even if you have it all, you still have to fight to survive. Even if you have it all, you still have to feed yourself. Even if you have it all, you're still reliant on some rather autonomous operations inside of your body that could be stopped from the outside. I'm painting pictures with words. <laughs> I'm outside. I could stop that shit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Alex, <laughs> we're 23 minutes into this bitch and we haven't said a lick about the title of this <laughs> which really i don't even want to fucking read it i've been in your position before i was 19 
I'm, you see, between 18 and 20, 21, right? I was like 19 and they denied me because I was young, right? Now I was, granted, I was going through some bullshit. I was going through some shit. I was catching cases. I was going through a rather rebellious phase, let's call it a rebellious phase. Yeah, right. I was catching some cases. I was in and out of court, served a little time. Nothing, nothing crazy, nothing crazy, right? It was all stateside. Um, it was all state level, let's call it, yeah. Um, and I got, I, got it, I got it into my mind that I'm going to straighten myself out, right? So I took my job serious. I took my job serious. And at the time, I was working for a rather prestigious, a rather prestigious Mexican-inspired restaurant and grill, right? And uh, they pride themselves. They're named after a pepper, if I could clue you in on it, right? They're named after a smoked jalapeno pepper. <laughs> if you're smart enough, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? They would boast themselves on being all natural, uh, no antibiotics, all organic, right? Well, this was before they went public, right? Before they became corporate or like in the transition of becoming corporate and completely selling out, right? But the store that I was at, I uh, grew to manage it at one point in time. But in my growth, in my time, I got five minutes, Alex, make this count. In my time coming up, I had no training. I had no training. I came in at a time when everyone, and I do mean every manager above me, maybe even some into corporate, which I grew to learn, were not trained for their positions. This is, this is how fucked corporate can look. I mean, it, it can be worse. I've heard of worse and I've seen worse since, but I either picked up and left or I made a couple of moves, made some things happen and still ended up leaving. I mean, when I burn bridges, I'm not going to sit around and track, <laughs> track ashes, right? So because they were not trained. They would just walk in from one day to the next and get a quote unquote promotion. So they had no, uh, no, no new abilities, no new knowledge, just more responsibility, just more accountability, right? So their title, in theory, counted for more. But they themselves were not being enriched, were not developing professionally. So what was turning, what was becoming a lifelong indenture, a servitude. It moved from a career to an indentured servitude, if that makes any sense, right? Because they weren't getting justifiable raises. I mean, you talk about working in, this was in the Bay Area on the West Coast. You talk about prices, you talk about housing, these folks couldn't negotiate what they're worth, right? There was no union. There's no fucking union there. You show up to work one day and they say, hey, Alex, how would you like to be a manager? And you say, uh, yeah, sure. Matter of fact, let me break it down for you even, even worse. I'll break it down for you better, but it's going to sound worse. Wrap your head around that. It's a better example, but it's worse sounding. When I got promoted, when I got promoted, 
It was because I took it upon myself. I, I took the initiative. I sought out the knowledge. I went into the office. I searched through the shelves for the handbooks, for the manuals, for all the information that a manager is supposed to know before they get promoted, right? They're supposed to be developed. They're supposed to be trained. They're supposed to be worked up to becoming a manager so that when they are promoted, it's as a seamless transition that they can manage whatever it is they're managing, managing the, the service side of the business, managing the operations side of the business, managing the, the, the business to business side of the business, right? Right? And yet they were not, right? So I took it upon myself to learn, to enrich, to integrate, to incorporate that knowledge. So when it came time, when it came time to get promoted, I negotiated my raise. Now, granted, I had, I had the fucking wage floor, the baseline of these other motherfuckers who were earning way less than they were worth. But I still managed to negotiate a couple bucks, a couple bucks over what they were getting paid, right? Yeah, we were still hourly. But I quickly grew disillusioned because now I was the only motherfucker who knew things, who knew how to work things, who knew how to make things run, who knew how to, how to make the business run, who started other initiatives, who, who continued, who reinitiated, who restarted other programs for development, who got others trained so that when they became managers, they knew what the fuck to do and didn't just show up to work hat in hand, not knowing what to do. And I asked, I'm going to end it with this because this is pretty close, right? I'm, I'm like at the peak about the climax and then it was downhill from here and I recognized what I had to do. I asked one of my coworkers one day and we were, I don't know if we were the same, the same level of manager or I had already surpassed them. I, I, I forget, I forget. But he was like a brother. And I asked him, let's call him Jay. I said, Jay, what the fuck is going on here, bro? Like, how come nobody knows how to do like basic managerial shit? Like, why is it that, that when I get promoted, that when I get promoted, the corporate manager is talking to me directly about how the store is doing, about what's changing in the store about what the fuck I'm doing to improve the store. Why is it nobody else gets trained to do this? And he told me straight up. He told me straight up. He said, Alex, Alex, we all want to get, we all want to know. We all want to get trained. Now, the fact that they didn't take the initiative to go get the books is, is another matter, right? I know where your mind is going. And if you're thinking like a corporate manager, I'm sorry, if you're thinking like a corporate cowboy, you're already thinking, well, why the fuck didn't J or, or X or S, why didn't they get the fucking books and crack those bitches open and pick something up, right? Soak all that shit up, right? Well, that's, that's another topic, right? That's, that's another, that's another uh, tangent. What I'm talking about immediately is that J was telling me, Alex, Alex, you see how we live. I mean, I've seen, I've seen how they live in the Bay Area. 
some some parts are real fucking gritty, man. Some some parts are real fucking grimy, man. Right? And even then, we were all doing all right. We were all surviving. And he tells me, Alex, imagine you're hungry. Imagine you're starving. And uh and you're living check to check, right? Just imagine you're, you're you're starving. You're always hungry. You have a pit in your stomach that that you just want to relieve. That 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 you want to feed. And your manager sees this. The corporate manager sees this. And now the corporate manager has a budget, has a budget of what they can pay you, and it's. In their best interest, that the less that they pay you, the more they get. They get a larger bonus for having promoted a manager and only giving them like a dollar more. A dollar or more, right? On top of the fact that for every manager that is promoted, these motherfuckers up top, like they get a kickback. They get a reward for quote unquote creating managers. So the system, it's, it's a scheme onto itself. Now, Jay broke it down to me like this. Alex, imagine you're hungry. Imagine you're starving. Right? Now, what would feed you? Obviously, a steak, potatoes, something, something worthwhile. But you're desperate. You're hungry. You haven't eaten. You want anything, something. And your manager knows this. And you come into work one day. And the manager tells you, hey, Jay, would you like a piece of cake? And that's when it hit me. <laughs> you thought about it. You're hungry. You know what will feed you. you. You know what will feed you, satiate you, nourish you. And they offer you a piece of cake. Knowing you're hungry. He said, Alex, what am I going to do? Say no? <laughs> Shit, man. That's what I knew. That's what I knew, man. I want to say, even before that, corporate cowboys was, were, were on something. We're on one. We always made moves together. But that's when I knew that, that some folks just get caught up in the life. They get caught up in the life until they see a corporate cowboy put in work. They must be inspired. We all must be. And I'm sure, I'm sure I'm caught up in the life just as much as Jay is or was. I'm not sure, not all up to date on what it is they're doing. I know, you know, they're still active. In corporate, ha, you see, thought I was talking about the streets, motherfucker. No, they're still active. They're still putting in work. I don't know whether or not they've, they've grown, they've developed themselves professionally, right? I, I mean, I don't con consult all of my associates. Some, some of my associates are just fine, are just where they want to be, right? They got a family, they got mouths to feed, bills to pay. They don't want to rock the boat too heavy, but they're still pushing forward. Some want the stability and they won't push at all. Okay, but at least 
I know they're noble and they won't try some fucking bullshit because, again, they got families, they got mouths to feed, right? The shit rolls both ways. You think you're hot and you're really not. You think you're sick until you get cured. <laughs> and well, I got something that cures just about everything. So. The moral of the story is you've got to advocate for yourself. You've got to be worth something. 26 years old? Come on, fam. I was doing that shit earlier. (laughs) And I'm not saying this to bag on her, right? I'm saying this to motivate and inspire. It can be done. You should have seen the conditions I was living in. It It was desperation. It was desperation in the exact context of how I got that raise, I've said it before in previous episodes. They were on the verge of not giving me the raise because they pulled some fuck shit on me, right? They wanted to give me, they wanted to, to string me along and I was close to not getting anything at all. So I'm leaving the table to, to calling somebody up to come handle this, right? Because I'm not trying to get my hands dirty either, but I know motherfuckers. And I know how favors work. And if I need a favor, I mean, (laughs) but still, you've got to value yourself, value your work, value your worth. You are the professional. You've got to stay strong in the face of adversity, in the face of conflict in the face of outright fuckery you've got to be calm collected and cool right don't don't get distracted don't get your eyes off the ball (laughs) otherwise you'll just end up eating cake let them eat cake she said fucking shit if you're not on our Instagram, go ahead and follow us. We're the Corporate Cowboys with the Z at the end, right? The S is ours too, but our main is the Z until, I don't know, maybe we get, sh- well, we are shadow banned, but if we get outright banned, then we'll fall to the backup. It is what it is. That's the game. We're on Rumble. We are on X.com. We are on Patreon. Go ahead and subscribe. Send your friends, your family, your associates over let them know that there's motherfuckers putting in work for free right there's motherfuckers putting in work for free for the love of the game it's just the fact that you're born into this it's a whole mindset it's a mentality just as easy as it comes to you to like seek out fucking bullshit music oh they just dropped their next album oh the new marvel fucking movie uh the new fucking comic cartoon the new <laughs> it's the new uh, uh, car- fentanyl fucking the new whatever it's whatever to get you hooked and keep you consuming when you could be like I said before considering consider this did that come from from Bill Nye <laughs> no no that motherfucker he's uh I'm not going to say he's sold out, but he's uh, controlled, right? I mean, if you got that much exposure, 
that much reach, you're under somebody's jurisdiction. You're under somebody's thumb. But this isn't really a channel for, for theories, right? We deal in realities. And the reality is everyone is born into this corporate world. Some motherfuckers subject themselves to it voluntarily. And other motherfuckers wake up in the middle of getting fucked. So you, you pick, right? Either you stay slept, you stay asleep, or you get woke. But uh, not the politically correct kind. Or you'll go broke, end up on the street, fucking fiend out, burnt out, nodding off, zombied out. All right, that's enough talking. Catch you on the next one.